Good morning. It is Kale and Company live on a Friday, which means the Friday Fun Bunch has once again convened for your listening and dancing pleasure right here at WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and you can find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick, is in the house. Good morning to you. Good morning. Hey, I love that. It's uh, dancing, too. We can dance here? Yeah, you can, you I mean, can, that is part of the fun, right? You, you can dance that bumper music. You can dance yeah, to the bumper it. music yeah. of uh, Kale and Company Live here on WKXL. And we are anxiously anticipating, as we always are at this hour on a Friday morning, the arrival of the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, Tom Raffio, who will be with us momentarily. But first, I, I wanted to mention that uh, Kitty and I had the opportunity uh, last night to be in the presence mm. of absolute greatness. And that is not not an overstatement. And I know I want to just interject here. Yes. Folks, it has nothing to do with sports. How about nothing that? Nothing to How do about with that? sports. Now, that is amazing when it comes <laughs> it to is. me. That it it has nothing to do with so, sports. So go ahead. Sir. But uh, we had the opportunity uh, to see Jimmy Webb at the Palace Theater in downtown Manchester. And it was just Jimmy Webb, the uh, great composer, on stage with a piano, uh, a backdrop of uh, highlights of his career, in particular with Glenn Campbell. Right. And uh, Glenn, a great entertainer, left us uh, a few years ago. Uh, but uh, Jimmy Webb continues to uh, play the music of uh, Glenn Campbell, the music that Jimmy Webb and, in some cl- cases, Glenn Campbell wrote. Mm-hmm. But uh, some of the songs, now this one was not written by Glenn Campbell in any way, but uh, Up, Up and Away by the Fifth Dimension. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He met them through Johnny Rivers. You're right. The great singer from the uh, 60s and 70s. And he admitted he had a crush on Marilyn Mar- McCoo. Marilyn McCoo. He had turned a crush. out to be Marilyn McCoo Davis. Yeah, because he was <laughs> <laughs> every time he kind of went near her, yeah. Billy was uh, going. Billy, yeah, her yeah. ultimate husband, yes. yeah, Billy, <laughs> Billy Davis Jr., was right there trying, yes. blocking uh, Jimmy Webb at every turn from getting near Marilyn McCoo. That was funny. But uh, you think about it, and you know what I never knew until last night? I knew a number of songs that Jimmy Webb wrote, like, by the time I get to Phoenix and Wichita, Wichita Lineman and Galveston, all these oh, great gosh. Glenn Campbell songs. What I didn't know until last night was that he wrote MacArthur Park. I know. That was mind-blowing. It, it was. It really was. And, and not only did Jimmy Webb write it, he collaborated with Glenn Campbell to write on it. writing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was the last song he played, or next to last song he played. I remember the last song was Adios, which was Correct. Uh, which was wonderful Tribute. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was just, I, I could have listened to him all night. It felt like that, uh, and we were sitting in the first row of the balcony at the Palace Theater and just overlooking the stage. 
and you could not really see the audience down below uh, where we were sitting. And it, it felt like we were just like in a living room with Jimmy Webb playing yeah. his piano, and we were seeing these great videos uh, in the background as well. And it was just an incredible night. I know. It, it, I didn't know what to expect. And in fact, I'm going to be very honest here. I had not a clue who Jimmy was. <laughs> was it last I really <laughs> didn't. Of course, I know the music, but I didn't follow it like you can. And um, it was just so amazing. And I wished it was uh, two hours longer because well, it was fantastic. And you know what? Besides being really good looking, he um, he sounds oh, he awesome. Was, was he? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that part. Oh, I right. did. Oh, oh, okay. But he sounded awesome. He did. He, he was singing as so well. So talented. Playing the piano. Oh, I just could. You know, I could have listened to him just play the piano. I know. Uh, all night long. But uh, yeah, see, that's the problem when you have a misspent youth of reading liner notes on record albums like <laughs> Peter St. James and I did uh, in our in our misspent youths. Yes. Uh, that, that you find out some of these things, but I had no idea. And, and the cool yeah. thing about it, yeah. he vacations in uh, uh, Maine, yeah. but he loves New Hampshire because he, I think it's the tax-free part. I think it, it is. I think it is. Even though I'm sure he's he's pretty well off. Yeah. Uh, with, with, uh, but maybe that helps. Yeah, that's think right. Think about it. Uh, but uh, he mentioned North Conway specifically. Yes. He really likes uh, North and Conway. His, and his children yeah. uh, come with him. He has, what, five or six children. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah you know, and you were saying about him uh, and Glenn Campbell, but I was... Um, the story, though, that when he was 14, living on a farm, yeah, he's saying, I'm going to write songs for him someday. Isn't that amazing? And he ultimately, he did, and it was not that much. No. Well, I mean, he, he must have started with Glenn Campbell when he was in his very early 20s, yes. I think. Yes, yeah, and there was a 10-year difference between their uh, right. their ages, right. uh, Glenn being 10 years older. Yeah. And, and um yeah, I think it was Oklahoma is where yeah. Jimmy was from, and Glenn yeah. is from what was Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. De- so, Delight, Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. Delight. And uh, these two Midwestern boys out there, and uh, wow, what a story it was, though. It really was. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Webb from Elk City, mm-hmm. uh, Oklahoma. Glenn Campbell from Delight, Arkansas. Yeah. And, and as you mentioned, 10-year difference. Uh, Jimmy is now uh, 76, but he's still... Yeah, uh, going strong, really. Oh, and another thing that he told, that he um, was very transparent about. When you see pictures of Glenn Campbell with his beard, yeah, <laughs> of his hey, We know what that meant. He was dating Did. Tanya Tucker at yeah. that time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Tanya liked uh, Glenn with a beard, right? <laughs> it was funny. I will never, be, I won't ever forget that. <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. That's what that's what you took from the show. I right? did. Well, besides Ma- many things, cute. many yes, things, exactly. and, and MacArthur Park. Oh gosh. Uh, I mean, uh, what happened in a number of cases was you would hear Jimmy Webb uh, playing the piano. Then they would go to a, a video of Glenn Campbell performing the song and uh, and and they would like play together. Right, like having and a Jimmy would continue to play on stage at the palace and you would hear the music from the video a- as and, well. And tell them why he really liked MacArthur Park for Glenn. I I, I know why uh, Radio disc jockeys yeah. like MacArthur <laughs> yes, Park. Yes. We we could get a seven minute and twenty second break, <laughs> uh, but but no, he he liked it because uh, there was a, a part, uh, you know, the very fast part, and, and Glenn always liked things 
faster, at a faster pace Correct. than Jimmy did. But Jimmy put that fast part uh, in the middle of, of MacArthur Park where it really speeds up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said Glenn really shredded the guitar mm-hmm. uh, during that uh, segment of the song. And, and we saw we saw a clip of it live from uh, Las Vegas. And, and yeah. another song, too. Well, not the high live, re- but when right. he was doing it live. Correct. Yeah, yeah. The Highwaymen. He's, he wrote yeah. that song. That's right. Uh, and Jimmy he brought Webb. them together. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And, you know, we brought Tom Raffio together eventually. Uh, in the studio. <laughs> what do you mean eventually? I got uh, I got my last little hug in from Havana. Oh. She go. ran with us last night. She actually ran the entire rocking race with Ellen. She did. Wow. Wow. Well, that is I would say two-thirds of it. There were, there were segments she would jump back in the carriage, um, and then she would... Run past Papa, me, yeah. <laughs> and say hi, Papa. And off she went. So and then patiently waited at the end of the uh, of the rock yeah. and race for poor Papa, who's getting slower and slower. But I did it with my uh, all of my employees who were there, so it was great. Oh, awesome! Uh, that is great. Fun. Always a big event in downtown Concord every year. Great fundraiser. And uh, I imagine there was a huge turnout last night, as always. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, de- it's definitely not quite yet at the pre-pandemic level, right. but it's yeah. going to take all races. Uh, John Mortimer is a friend of mine, the owner of Millennium Running. He keeps track of all of his races. It, it's still taking a little bit more, but it was pretty close. Pretty close. Well, awesome. Yeah, and that is always a great event with music along the way and, and what have you. And, and food. And yes. Yeah, and food. Yes, it was a, a great night for it, too. I think it would almost be a perfect per- It night. was absolutely yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's we had planned to do that, but then... You heard, Tom, we were in Manchester going to a, getting ready for Jimmy But West. you are going to walk with me tomorrow. Yes. I know that. We'll yes, talk yes. about we'll the take, arthritis. We'll take yes. a walk around the west side of Manchester yes. uh, tomorrow. That'll uh, be fun. Picturesque walk around the Queen City, the 54th best place to live in the United States of America, including, I mean, that, that was uh, included in a survey by uh, a magazine. That was like, I don't know, Forbes or something like yes. that? Yeah. We're going to have to argue the other 53. Yes, that's yeah. Kind of great. Yeah. <laughs> we will take a Portland, Maine finished, uh, I, I think, in the top 10, actually. Uh, we'll take a break. Kale and Company live on this Friday, the Friday Fun Bunch now fully intact with Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, and our resident flick chick, Kitty Ray. We are all presented by Northeast Delta Dental. You can get individual and family plans at DeltaDentalCoversMe.com or Healthcare.gov. And if you if you want vision, we have Delta Vision plans as well. AnyDelta.com. There you go. And uh, we will be back right after these words from our alternate sponsors on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com. Stay with us. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, our amazing signals at uh, 103.9 FM in the greater Concord area, 101.9 FM. I checked on that signal last night in uh, beautiful downtown Manchester and booming as it always does. And also the uh, signal that's been around Longer than me, which is uh, hard to believe. Fourteen fifty. Uh, on the yeah, you're laughing, Tom. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's funny. Very few things you can say that about that have been around longer than me. But uh, that fourteen fifty a.m. signal has, and of course, nhtalkradio.com streaming around the world and around the clock. So no matter where you go, 
Uh, you can it's, uh, hear it's us. It's amazing. If you have your iPhone, you can hear uh, Ken uh, even uh, if you were like climbing, uh, you know, like Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how these, did, did you hear how that the that, internet is. There. <laughs> did, did you hear there was an 80 plus year old gentleman that was trying to climb all of the highest peaks in the world, including one of those, not ev- not necessarily Everest, but one of those. Yeah. And, but they had to rescue him, so he did not complete. Oh, dear. Almost. Well, you know, and I'm sure, Tom, you're, you're aware of this, and Kitty is too, because I, I mentioned it to her one time. Uh, we have some great uh, mountains in New Hampshire and great trails, and uh, I think Jeb Bradley, state senator, uh, Jeb Bradley has uh, has traversed all, all of them. All the 4,000s, yeah. Yeah, yeah all the 4,000s, wow. yeah, yeah. My board chair, Dr. David Staples, who is a terrific gentleman and um, has helped me with the book. He's, he's, he's actually a hi- hiker, not a runner, but he's done them all, too. And so he had a great – as he was helping me edit the book, we had a section – I don't know if you've read the draft, but we have a section on you know, trail running and mountain running, and he could, he could really re- relate to it. But it's pretty impressive for Senator Bradley to do all the 4,000-footers. It, it is, and uh, Jeb Bradley has I, I probably time and time again, actually, but uh, just uh, an amazing achievement. Uh, I don't know, uh, Tom, if you stayed up until uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, just uh, a little over six hours ago, uh, they completed Game 1 of the NHL Eastern Conference Final. I did stay up for the... End of the Lakers Denver yes. game. I wanted to make sure the Lakers lost. Uh, yes, I, w- I was <laughs> oh, hoping they would too. Uh, well, only because here's why okay. uh, we the uh, Boston and Los Angeles, although it's Los Angeles Minneapolis, but at whatever mm-hmm. they both have 17 right. championships. So right. it's like who's the first to 18? Exactly. Um, if the Celtics don't get their act together, they're no. not going to get to the finals. No, anyway. Nor will the Lakers if they don't get their act together. So who won uh, the hockey game? The hockey game was won by the Florida Panthers. Amazing. It, I, I get this. Going. At 19:47, 19 minutes and 47 seconds of the fourth overtime period. So they played wow. more. I mean, they played you know the, the regulation sixty minutes. Right. Then they had three overtimes, which equaled sixty minutes, and then seventy nine minutes plus. Wow. Of overtime, seventy nine minutes plus of OT game did not get over, and I didn't stay up for it. Uh, the game didn't get over until about two o'clock in the morning in Raleigh, North Carolina, sixth longest game in NHL history. Wow. You know, and it shows you how uh, resilient Florida is. They were down three one of the Bruins. Yeah. And, yeah. and they were down with one goal yeah. with a minute to go. They tied it up. So maybe they are the best team. Who knows? But I, I tell you, it would be hard to argue against that. I Although I will tell you, I will tell you that I am rooting. I am rooting for, for Bruce to come back. No. Well, Bruce Boudreau. <laughs> I saw him on TV the other right. day. Uh, but I'm, I'm rooting for Vegas to win it all because I, I think uh, Bruce Cassidy – was unjustly fired by the Bruins. I, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but I thought Bruce Cassidy did a great job with the Bruins. And now here he, ha- here he is. I mean, he got a job like five minutes later. Right. That should tell you what he, you know, what he's thought of around the league. Uh, and uh, that would be the final irony if they if yeah. Vegas yeah. won. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be Florida. If you think of it, <clears throat> in Florida, there was, there was, didn't they win the Presidents Cup? Like two years ago, last year, last, last year, year. Yeah. and yeah. then they they got bounced like the Bruins. Right, so maybe right. that's right. just the way it is. Yeah, you know? I, I know that Presidents Cup is a curse. Yeah, it really is. I mean, very few teams that have won it. I think the last team that actually won the 
President's Cup and the Stanley Cup uh, was Washington. Yay. Yeah, I think that, that <laughs> Kitty's, was the last Kitty's one. team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, I cannot tell you um, the team that Washington um, was playing, but I was at a first-round playoff with the Caps not with them, but <laughs> watching as a fan. In those days. And it went yeah. to third uh, to three overtimes. Yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. And my son, um, Chad, and I were there, and it was late, like almost oh, yeah. one o'clock yeah. in the morning a.m., and yeah. Chad's like, Mom, what if it goes another one? Do we stay? You know, it was that quandary. Do you, but, yeah, how are we ever going to leave this? Well, so uh, yeah. it did... It did end in the third yeah. overtime, though, but wasn't as long as well, last that used night. to happen at the old garden. Remember, they would have the announcement, and the tea will stay open for an extra <laughs> yeah. hour. They did. They did. And yes. that was a fear in D.C. Yeah. That was the fear about that. that the Taking metro the metro. Would, yeah, mm-hmm. would close down right. early. Yeah, not early, but on time. Correct. But, uh, too early for the game to get out. Uh, so that was the NHL story last night, as Tom alluded to. Uh, the Denver Nuggets defeated the uh, Lakers last night. Lakers had a lead uh, in the first half, part of the second half as well. Uh, but uh, Denver prevailed 108-103. You know what? I heard a fact coming in this morning, uh, listening to uh, a another, fun fact? another show. Yeah, fun fact. You, <laughs> you know? listen to other shows. No, don't tell Gordon. No, no, I won't. I won't. And that's only for benchmarking purposes. Right, right. Just to compare and contrast. That's okay. right. Okay. But I just heard a fact that... Uh, LeBron James has now, Kitty will love this stat, he has missed 19 consecutive three-point shots in fourth quarters, in the fourth quarter of games. He's hit other three-point shots, but he's missed 19 in a row in the fourth quarter of games in this postseason. And I'm sure they probably have now tracking what what the record is for most consecutive. I, I think that's quarters. the record. Yes. That's I think record. that is yes. the record. That, yeah. They were talking about that uh, today, and 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 LeBron. No, oh, I didn't see the whole game uh, last night, but they were talking about the fact that uh, it was not a good night for LeBron. He missed a dunk early in the game, mm. and. Uh, Hey, he's 38 years old. There's a lot of wear and tear on that body. He still looks great, though. I mean, I, I, physically, I mean, he's a specimen. Yeah, physically, yeah. And, yeah. and they have, he, you know, the other guy, AD, uh, who's yeah. got to be in the top 10 players. So they're they're yeah. a team to be reckoned with. But Denver looks like this is finally they've you know they've never made the NBA finals. No, the ABA. ABA. They ABA. Have. Yeah, back in the old That's red, white, and blue ball. Uh, with Larry Brown, ABA days, yes, yeah. yeah, Larry Brown. How many? How many? Look, at the break, you need to look it up. But how many teams did Larry Brown? Coach? Oh, I will because that's interesting. If you include yeah. college, it's got to yeah. be like close to twenty. Oh yeah, and he's like yeah. a Hall of Fame coach. So. He is, yeah, and still, still doing commentary on a lot of NBA and college games. Uh, the legendary Larry Brown. I thought it's interesting in this series. You know, the uh, Eastern Final. Uh, is on TNT, and Kevin Harlan and uh, and Jeff Van Gundy and Reggie Miller are doing the games, and on ESPN, uh, Stan, uh, Jeff Van Gundy and uh, and Mark Jackson uh, are doing the games. 
with Mike Bream. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that crew. But Mark I'm Jackson, talking to both Van Gundy brothers right, are involved. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And they were both pretty good coaches. Mark Jackson might get a. There's so many openings as coaches. Mark Jackson might get a job. What about Doc Rivers? Where's he going to land? Doc, Doc, and maybe Mark and Doc will switch places. Yeah. Well, there'll be some of yeah. that, like. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, Mark's a, a good analyst. And remember when uh, Doc Rivers was not coaching, he was a TV analyst for a while. Uh, before we get back into, into yeah, coaching. Yeah, it was a short time. You, you can look this up. Here's another stat yep. for you. Doc is one of nine coaches who have won over 1,000 games. But has not fared very well in recently seventh, in seventh games. Right. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, and Red Auerbach actually, when he retired at age like 49, did not have 1,000 wins. You know, they didn't care about the numbers right, in those days. Right, right. And nor, nor did he have any assistant coaches. Right. right. Now, yeah, <laughs> that's something, too. You think about it. So, yeah. and that, you they know. They never heard of assistant coaches back in those days. Right? Nobody had them. And now San Antonio got the uh, best player in the, yes. in the draft. So he'll, he's, he's oh, Victor. Greg yeah, Popovich Victor. is like 75. He'll coach till he's 90 uh, now. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, you know, they, they, they got the, the Admiral David Robinson. They got Tim Duncan. Now they have Victor Wembanyama. And, seven, uh, seven six, and he can ball handle like a like a guard. Yeah, yeah uh, that's he's going to be remarkable to watch. You'll see uh, the San Antonio Spurs on a lot of national TV games next right. year. You probably didn't see him on one this year, but next year will be a totally different story. Uh, Victor will be a big attraction, and we'll talk about how they got Tim Duncan and how it relates oh, to Rick I don't Pitino. Hear about that after oh, the break. Oh man, you have to remind <laughs> me. Okay. Kale and Company live here on WKXL NHTalkRadio.com. Tom Raffio is in the house. Our resident flick chick Kitty Ray is here too, and we'll have birthdays coming up. And the arthritis oh. walk. Oh, and yes. the arthritis walk, which is coming up tomorrow, we'll tell you about that right after the break, and we'll tell you about. Uh, Larry Brown, how many teams he's coached right after we take a break from uh, WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Don't you ever take a break from WKXL. We want to have uh, want to have it on your radio 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 1450-1039-1019 FM nhtalkradio.com and twice on Sunday. That's too. right, twice on Sunday. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. A delight to have you along with us. Didn't mention the Red Sox in the first segment, uh, but uh, they, an interesting series coming up this weekend as they uh, take on the San Diego Padres. Now, who would have thought? I mean, Xander Bogart signed that huge free agent deal, and Xander's played well for San Diego, but nobody thought this, that the Red Sox would go into this series against San Diego at 24 and 20. San Diego comes into the series at 20 and 24. Wow. This no, is, nobody would have ever thought that. This is true, Ken. However, the Red Sox are in last place and and <laughs> but they would be in first place in a couple of divisions. I know. Yeah, it's weird, but that's but true. If they had the, but the frustrating thing is if they if the Red Sox who are playing, you know, Better than we expected, right? It, but doesn't it? Does, it sometimes doesn't seem that way. But yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, but they've blown a couple times. <laughs> yeah. but, but if they had Xander at shortstop, they, their record would be probably three or four games better. I mean, they blew one game when the shortstop threw the ball yeah. away. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah you never know. But uh, still, it, it, you know, San Diego, some, somehow they are a doomed franchise. They, they, they really it's the color are. of their uniform. I guess. I don't know. I, really, I mean, no matter who they sign, no matter. It's like a dirty color. Yeah, what, yeah. what it seems they have going Dingy. for them. They're, they're like a doomed Franchise, I, I, you know, they they really seem to be that way. I mean, he, I, I know Manny Machado is hurt right now, so he won't be playing against the Red Sox. He's going to be uh, part owner of of the thirtieth Major League Soccer franchise. Is that right? Is that right? Man, well, he, he's certainly can afford to do that. Uh, that, that shocked uh, me that they're actually twenty nine already Major League Soccer. I know, huh? Franchises, yeah, exactly. This, the thirtieth one will be in San Diego, opening up, I think, in. 2025, but he'll be part owner. Part owner. And Tom Brady's going to be part owner of every team that comes into Las <laughs> Vegas, I think. He's he's part owner of the basketball team, the WNBA right. team. Uh, he'll be part owner soon of the uh, Los, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, He's into some race car yeah, formula. race car. He's, something and he's going to be at the well. opening. Oh, right, yes. The Patriots. Patriots are oh. going to honor Tom Brady. Now, I haven't seen this anywhere, Tom. Maybe maybe you caught it, but uh, I have not seen anything official about his number being retired on that occasion. No, no but Robert, that's what yeah. those of us that know him yeah. call him, yeah. Mr. Kraft. Your close friends of his call him Robert. Robert. Yes. Mr. Kraft <laughs> has stated that this will be the first of many tributes yeah yeah I, I did hear that first of many so i'm sure down the road there'll be another you know retiring of number 12 and then he'll make the hall of fame of the patriots yeah right. and then he'll make the, the football NFL hall of fame, fame so then, yeah it's just a series of accolades and, and you know rightfully so. so yeah oh yeah nobody i don't think anybody would argue with that and it keeps the fan coming back to gillette and paying that price to come and see tom brady one more time because you know whenever he shows up those ticket prices will be elevated on the secondary although, market, although, anyway. Yeah. Did you do you ever do you ever listen to Felger and Maz? Oh. Uh, once in a They're, once in a long while. Oh my Maz, by the way, was one of the worst color analysts in the Red Sox history. <laughs> he, he lasted one season, one, one, one troubled one season. season. I don't I don't know if it was the, the, the fact that he was bad, but I think the, the team Red was Sox bad too. the, the yeah. team was the bad. Team. It was a horrible year last year, and. Uh, you know, I, I think the Red Sox were afraid of what he might say on the air. Probably because he's, he's, you know, but he's, it, very, he's very, uh, he's, he's very negative about be. the Red Sox. Let's put it that way. When the uh, so when the Lakers game ended, thankfully in a loss, then I, I watched a rerun of Felger and Mass, and they were co- they were saying that who, who's the big singer that's coming to Foxborough? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, right? They're saying that like. Tickets or whatever, a thousand dollars. He goes like a thousand. What? What? You'd be lucky like, to get one for a thousand. Whatever it is, but yeah. they were saying like <laughs> in the in, you know in the old days, like the only thing when you talked about Foxborough Stadium, Gillette Stadium was always about the Patriots. Now it's yeah. like you're talking about Taylor Swift because right. the Patriots don't right. really have any stars, so they're right kind of exactly. complaining that for the draw. In yeah. fact, just a side note about that. I last night on the news they were saying that some of the people who did spend all that money for Taylor Swift. Like, uh, we're not getting their tickets from, like, Ticketmaster. I mean, that's like, what a 
Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't pay that amount of money f- no. to see anyone, no, actually. No, I would. Taylor Swift. Uh, now, if you gave me a ticket, I might go. That's, but. that's uh, tonight, by yeah. the way. Uh, I guess she was there last night, too. Correct. But look at these prices. The cheapest ticket for tonight, if you wanted to go tonight to see Taylor Swift at Gillette Stadium, the cheapest ticket you could buy on StubHub, and this is even before the service charges. Correct. Is one thousand one hundred seventeen dollars? Okay, so I wasn't so bad. I no, wasn't so no, bad you with my. You weren't. You not weren't. as bad as when Kenny gets his eighty-eight. <laughs> for, uh, for so <laughs> now, now we now we, we mentioned uh, Larry Brown. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I want to get so, back to that because yeah, okay. one of the most frustrating things <laughs> as a listener is when the host, yes. in this case. My cousin Ken here says after the break we'll talk about this, <laughs> and, he and, then they, and then they don't get to it. Yeah, and you listen, listen. But we tallied that, excluding when he was an assistant, and when he uh, was an advisor, and when he coached one year overseas, that he has actually coached a total of twelve NBA slash um, NCAA teams. Exactly right. Now he started, as you mentioned, as an assistant at North Carolina. I would assume under Dean Smith. In uh, sixty-five to sixty-seven, and then it, and they coached many years in the ABA and the Carolina UCLA, Cougars, etc. The list is endless. Denver we... Nuggets in the ABA with the red, white, and blue basketballs. It, it was funny. Did you ever? You, I don't know if you ever saw a game live in the ABA. I, I saw one on Long Island one, one night at the uh, Nassau County Coliseum when uh, the the Nets were an ABA team. And Julius Irving was playing for them. Oh, Dr. J. Yeah. And uh, and, and it looked like, really, I mean, it was a red, white, and blue basketball, but it seemed to have, you know, different movement than a regulation basketball. It was, it was strange to see it go up in the air. and uh, yeah. Really? It really. It different just, movement? It just seemed and a little strange. Hmm. Just and the rules, it. that was where the beginning of, that's where the three-point that's, that's started. Right. And, of course, in those days, and even when the NBA first introduced it, if you were fouled in the middle of a three-pointer, you only got two shots. Oh, I thought you said when you go to jail. <laughs> well, no, that too, if you did that. But if you were shooting a three-pointer yep. and you were fouled, you only got two shots. Now, that's crazy. Yes, it, it sounds is. like. But what happened at the end of the game would be if you were down three and you were trying to get the, the three-pointer off, they would literally yep. tackle you because you could only get two shots. Right, of course. Sure, that that got straightened out. Um, They They finally got it straight. But you know who actually invented the three-point shot? Abe Saperstein with the Harlem Globetrotters. Globetrotters. Yeah, we we saw this movie uh, Sweetwater, Sweetwater. and they talked about the three-point shot. And then Abe Saperstein had a league, uh, you know, a a semi-pro league, right? uh, That uh, had the three-point line. Long before even the, right. the ABA, and yeah. as we yeah. and as we talk, people don't realize this, but back in the day in the '40s, the Harlem Globetrotters would play legitimate games against the NBA best teams and win. Right now, we must get to the arthritis yes. walk. Yes. The arthritis Please. walk. One, do you know this, Kitty? One out of four people in New Hampshire have doctor-diagnosed arthritis, so that can range. That's approximately three hundred thousand adults. And about 20,000 children. And we want to, of course, there's no cure for arthritis, but there are many, many now treatments. So I, at some of these walks, I have seen children that one year would show up in a wheelchair and now are walking wow. and now 
playing soccer. So we've come a long way, but there isn't as much federal funding for arthritis research as we would like. So the walk, which starts at Westside Arena, if, if you haven't registered, just show up around 8.30. Uh, we'll, um, I'll start talking about 9.15, and we'll get going about 9.30, but probably if you get there, 8.30-ish, and it's at Westside Arena, not Delta Dental Stadium. We had a run for Mother's Day last week, uh, Hope on Haven Hill, which was as Kitty and Ken were there, very moving. This one will be equally moving because you'll see families and, and people uh, afflicted by arthritis, you know, um, and who are very grateful, you know, that, you know, that we're doing this type of, uh, you know, fundraising. And uh, it'll be quite a, quite a day. So please, Westside Arena. And it's wonderful because basically it's the same trail that we ran or walked last week, but we're going the opposite direction. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That we was head, great. Great trail yeah, uh, yeah. last yeah, week. From you're heading Delta towards Denver. the stadium. You don't go all the way to the stadium, and then you turn around and come back. And that's the beautiful thing. I'm surprised Manchester's only like whatever, what would you say? 54th. 54th, yeah, yes. because to have this beautiful trail system like right in the middle yeah. of the city, it's no, yeah. it is. It's, it's really cool. It's unique, and uh, yeah, they they good advantage of uh, you know they have a nice walking bridge across uh, the Merrimack River, and uh, it's it's very nice. That trail last week was great. You know, it was amazing though because uh, Kitty and I walked the race last week, as you know, and we'll walk uh, tomorrow. It's it's a, a total walk tomorrow. Everybody's, Correct. Everybody's ev- walking. Everybody's walking at you tomorrow. Uh, but uh, last week. When we were, or at least when I was walking back, I, I pretty close to last place. I didn't finish last. No, though. Ken was not but, last. But but there were, there were some people completing their second run. Oh yeah, of, yeah. of the course. The, by the, the time I, I by the time I walked <laughs> the, it, the once. elite runners. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they really they put us all to shame. They you do. Know? <laughs> they, they, their their cool down is like my top speed. You know? Well, but anyway, this well, one lady kept going by the second time to me. Keep going, Grandma. You're doing good. And I'm like, what? And oh she kept God. on going. Too funny. <laughs> but this is a walk, Westside Arena, come around 8.30. Uh, we'll start some remarks around 9.15, and off we go. And it's a great fundraiser, fundraiser to raise funds for awesome. arthritis and, research. And even if you're as slow as I am, it, it won't take you any more than an hour to, to complete it. And it'll be a nice walk on a beautiful Saturday With morning. With great people for a great cause. That's right. Got it. That's exactly right. We will take a break. Birthdays are Ooh, coming up. Oh, oh let's see who wins time. the competition. All I don't know. Right, who won it last week? Well, Peter St. James. I was right. in second. Yeah. And Kitty was. Wait a minute. Yeah, it was 2 <laughs> It was two one one, I think, <laughs> or something like that. 2-1-2. Yeah. Two, and, two, and he didn't come back to uh, defend Where is his Peter? championship. Yeah. yeah, I know. Got to well, wrap it, Ken. And we'll take a break. I know. Time to wrap it up for this segment. We'll be back. We'll have more for you right here. Presented by Northeast Delta Dental on WKXL. Kale and Company live here on WKXL. NHTalkRadio.com. I don't know what the rest of the group are laughing about. But uh, you know, Ken, I, I know Kitty had a chance, Tom. You brought in the manuscript of your uh, latest book that you're writing along with your lovely wife, Ellen. And uh, Kitty had a chance to read some of that manuscript. I did. And, and I, was just, I just heard that commercial that ran. About the writers. And, and this could be made into a major motion picture, I think. Well, it has been the, one of the most pleasurable things I've done in my life. The, the prior book on leadership during crisis was stressful because it was written literally during COVID and... 
you know, all the stress involved with that. This one we interviewed uh, about 61 runners, some people you know like Joan Benoit Samuelson, others you don't probably know who they are but are very compelling figures in New Hampshire, and it was so moving. So <clears throat> unless you found a typo or two in that manuscript, we're going to press today, as a matter of fact, <laughs> and we will have it. It's called Did Stories from the Starting Line. Um, when we when we're at the Mount Washington Road Race, and I understand you two will be there with yes. me, right? Yes. Hawking books. We will be helping me with Havana. Yes. <laughs> um, all of that. As long as as long as that's all tied together, <laughs> yeah. you, you can stay with me at the Glen House, one of the most beautiful hotels. It's at the uh, base of the Auto Road. I've read about it. Yeah. So literally, I've seen it, but I've never. <clears throat> I mean, the runners that we put up there, they love it because yeah. you can literally roll out of bed. And go to the starting line as opposed to, because it's only about five or six years old. In the old days, you'd be two or three miles away and, you know, in yeah. traffic and everything. This was, so you'll enjoy yourself. But um, Joe Gray, who is a world famous mountain runner, one of only eight men that, or human beings that have ever done it under an hour, he'll be there. Um, Jackie Garreau is going to be there. Uh, yeah. Jackie won in 1980 in Boston, the year that Rosie Ruiz cheated. Um, she's also Nobody won. knew for a while that she won, but uh, yeah. yeah. Took about a week. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so over the years, I've gotten to know Jackie. So she's in the book. So I convinced her to come this year to the Mount Washington. So I'll introduce you to Jackie. But she's in the book. She's the only woman that's won Boston and in Mount Washington. So it's been a fun read. It'll we'll, un, we'll roll it out um, the weekend of Father's Day yeah. weekend, and then eventually, you know, we'll have a book signing. You know, at Gibson's and the Bookery, et cetera. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. You didn't find That'll any typos, true. did you? Uh, no comment. No. Com- no, uh, no, uh, commas. No. <laughs> no, no, no commas. No, no commas. Do funny. So one, and one. I just want to, since you mentioned Doctor J earlier. Yes. So you know how you like that when I connect the dots. You yes. do. So Dr. J was one of the best uh, ABA players and then came to the NBA with 76ers. We have our own Dr. J in New Hampshire, Dr. J. Millett. And uh, yesterday he and I were at Church Landing um, talking about uh, the Medicaid program. We have about 119,000 um, people that are eligible uh, for the de- adult dental benefit. And so that's one out of seven adults. So we were talking with a group of dentists to try to get them energized. It was quite it was quite a compelling day. I've had a lot of compelling days lately. You have. But trying to get people to understand that these 119,000 people are, are people that like went to the mobile dental clinic, I, which I talked mm-hmm. about last weekend. But now we need to find them dental homes. Um, so... I just want to give a big shout out to my own Dr. J because he's working really hard with me to uh, get dentists uh, to sign up. And if you if you think you're if you think you're eligible, for, um, you call 844-583-6151, 844-583-6151, and and we can tell you if you're indeed eligible. And then there's about 114 dentists currently who are. Um, are taking Medicaid, so I've been exhausting myself on that project. But happy, but it's part of, you know, everybody can. You've heard me say this. Everybody deserves a healthy smile. So, 
awesome. Yeah, that's true. And remember the night uh, Larry Bird and Dr. J went at it at the old garden? They and got into a little fisticuffs. Uh, it was a preseason it was a, game. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people don't don't realize that, that it was an exhibition game that they went wow. at it. Are yeah. you impressed that Ken and I know that? I know. <laughs> I know, you guys. They didn't knock any teeth out, though, did no, they? No, but they, they uh, took they some many. swings. Oh. No, no yeah. teeth. No it was IT. really unusual to see, <laughs> especially especially in a preseason game, right. two superstars. I mean, two of the highest profile players in the league go at it, man. Now they hug it out. Uh, I wonder if that was set up. I wonder if that was arranged. Hmm. Nah. You think? It looked pretty real. It did look very real. They were yes. both at the they were both yeah. at the height of their careers. Yeah. Too. Wow. Yeah. I saw Dr. J uh, in Philadelphia cheering on the Sixers, but uh, they ultimately came up short. And now the Celtics will have to rebound uh, literally yes. and figuratively tonight, uh, tonight yeah. uh, against the Miami they got to play hard. That's the problem. They, yeah. I mean, what are they, that third quarter was an abomination. They gave up uh, 45 points in the third quarter. Unbelievable. Anyway, time for the birthdays, okay. folks. When right. You're not going to escape. <sighs> uh, today, Friday, May the 19th. You remember David Hartman? He, I think he was the original host of Good Morning America. Oh, yeah. David Hartman is celebrating a birthday today. Oh, my God. He has to be old. <laughs> so who's going to go first? Now, Kitty Ray, you can go first. David Hartman. David Hartman. Well, he, he was also a, an actor as well. Really? He yeah. was in some westerns, I believe, on mm, TV. Boy. Yeah. He's got to be older. He's got to be in his 80s. Who 85. 85-ish. I don't think he's quite that old. Um, you didn't say 88, but I'll, no, I but I'll say 84. <laughs> 88. Oh. Ah, that is hilarious. <laughs> you won, Kitty. You should have said you could have stuck to the rhythm. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I didn't want you to oh, give me that's, a hard time about 88. <laughs> that's funny. 88. He's 88, truly? Born... In Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, in fact, he appeared in two Broadway shows. Uh, and one of them was in the original cast of Hello, Dolly. Wow. Hey, yeah. hey cat. Just hello, Dolly. Just hello. <laughs> I love it when Tom breaks in I know. Yes. Uh, he was also on The Virginian. Remember that yeah, TV like, show? Yes. Marcus Welby, MD. Oh, he was on that one? And The Carol Burnett Show. Yeah. Wow. Who was your favorite character on Marcus Welby? Consuela? Or, oh, absolutely. Or Marcus. Um, I, you know, uh, I actually who's did... James Brolin's character? I'm going to go with that yeah, one. Yeah, James Brolin. He was yeah. the assistant, the right? Young yeah. doctor he's with, at he's that with time. Barbara Streisand yes. right, still. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, Consuelo. The, uh, the well, nurse. Yeah. The yeah, nurse. the head yeah. nurse or right. the only yeah. nurse yeah. or... Yeah. Was there only one? Nurse? But, uh, no, no, no offense kind of... to Robert Young, but uh, you know, yeah. who's Robert Young? We, 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 we like James Brolin and Consuela. Consuela. <laughs> now, the other one they're celebrating today, the other celebrity anyway, is Archie Manning. Archie, the, oh. the father. Yeah. I saw Peyton Manning was at the game last night in Denver. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm just gonna say eighty. Oh my gosh, Peyton. I'm gonna say younger. 79. 74. Whoa. Oh, oh wow. He's kidding, 74? Kidding. I, didn't, I, didn't, I should have done the Peter St. James approach uh, last week. Adding him up. He was the number one draft choice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I remember he was going. But it took forever. We only got to like three that, birthdays. Exactly. All right, Tom. You still have a chance okay. here. All right. All right. Uh, this one is tomorrow now. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. You, you have tomorrow. the first guess. Who does, Tom? Yeah, huh? Tom? Tom. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because he's trailing. Share. <laughs> oh my God. 
If you can turn back time. <laughs> 79. No, she's not that old. Well, she's close. <laughs> I'm going to say younger. Can I say like 78? She's 78. 77. Whoa! 77. I, I was close, though. Hey, I got you there. Wait, wait. That was... Were we doing three? She, she did... She won three. Three <laughs> in a <laughs> row. Oh, my God. Thank God Peter was here last week. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. That wasn't a sympathy win, was it? All right. So, Kitty is now the defending champion. All right, Kitty. Uh, yes. All right. Well, I can't we'll, wait for football picks. Well, though. Me too. You know out. what? I miss football. They'll, they'll be here before you know it. Before you know it, we'll We could be, be guessing on XFL games if uh, you wanted to. Uh, that's true. Before uh, we go, uh, yeah. today is National Armed Forces Day, so uh, I just want to recognize that out there, folks. Excellent. I'm glad you mentioned that because there's going to be a big commemoration of that uh, in, in downtown Concord yeah. very soon. At 10 o'clock. Very 10 o'clock. soon. Falling. And then tomorrow morning, I hope to see everybody at Westside Arena for the arthritis walk. I know Ken and Kitty will be there. So yes. It's cool. And uh, this afternoon, uh, I might uh, check out and Kitty Ray might as well check out a little Concord High Baseball at Memorial Field at oh, 4 o'clock. Wow. Yes. Take two and hit to right. Uh, yeah, we'll see Brooks Craig, <laughs> among others, uh, in action today. So uh, they're doing very well this year. So we're going to yes. check them out at yeah. the Doan Field at uh, Memorial Field in Concord, the Doan Diamond. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. We shall return, as someone once said, on Monday, right after 8 o'clock. Is he still alive? Right here. (laughs) (laughs) Right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by our good friends at Northeast Delta. Everybody deserves a healthy smile. DeltaDentalCoversMe.com. Have a great weekend, everybody.